The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The Joe Show, Connecting All Abilities. I'm your host, Joe DeYoung. Today is Monday, January 25th, 2021. I have another guest on my show here today. She was one of my teachers from the Mayfield Transition Center. And she's also she's also a teacher at Project Search. And she is a very good friend to have around as a teacher. And she's a very wonderful friend. So ladies and gentlemen, let ladies and gentlemen, so let's welcome the one and only Luann Newlove. Uh, good afternoon, good afternoon, Luann. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Thank you for making me feel so welcome. <laughs> make me feel like I'm a star. <laughs> well, you know what? I think you you might be a ce- I think you're you're a celebrity. <laughs> In my own mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> So what is um, so so? Um, could you tell everybody what is Project Search? What is Project Search? Yes, I I can do that, Joe. Project right. Search um, is a post-secondary transition program for um, young adults with disabilities, and our main focus is for our young adults to find competitive employment when the program is finished. So we work on a lot of soft skills that our um, young people tend to not have and that's why they have difficulty maintaining jobs so our goal is to actually not only teach them the skills but we work in an employment-based program sorry about that and um sorry about that (laughs) so we actually have partners that we work with we work with michigan rehabilitative services hope network and the isd and we work with two host businesses um, we have Fifth, Third, and Doubletree as one of our program locations, and our second location is at Spectrum Health, Butterworth. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to go into my recorder a second. There we go. All righty. So, how did so how did you get into special education, and how did that lead to the Project Search program? Well, um, I always knew I wanted to teach and I had a business degree and I went back and I was going to teach history and a very wonderful teacher that I had took me aside one day after a presentation and said, you really need to think about um, taking a few classes in special education. I think that you would like that. And at first I said, "Uh, I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) So I did and I loved it. And that brought me into working in special education, um, Project Search. This is Project Search 11th year at the hospital, but I think it's 14 years total in Grand Rapids. And ever since the program came, was gonna come to the hospital location, I've wanted to work there. So for eight years before I came here, I've wanted to work here and I tried to get in. So I was just fortunate enough when the teacher was leaving to apply and get the job. Oh, cool. So, um, so what, so what do you do at the hospital? 
Well, our normally this is a little different year, so I'll talk about that in a minute. But normally we meet in the classroom for two hours every morning to learn about the different type of soft skills and learn how to work as a team and work and work with other coworkers that we might not know. And then we go work four hours out in the hospital. We have 22 different rotations. Um, our interns work at three different rotations throughout the school year. They have 10, three 10 week rotations. So we have rotations in nutrition services. We have rotations in sterilization, supply chain linen, um, unit aides, which are in different parts of the hospital, um, working in the ER department, children's ER, patient transport, PACU. I know I'm forgetting some, but we have a lot of different areas that they work in. And um, our hope is when they are done, they will have the opportunity to apply for a job at Spectrum Health. This year is a little different because with COVID, um, and we're gonna talk about, we are at the warehouse this year because uh, of the concerns about the COVID. So we're hoping to get back here, um, third rotation. Our, we've all had our first round of shots and hopefully after our next shot, they will allow us to come back and be back at Butterworth. Well, that, well hopefully they can let you come back after the second shot. I hope so, um, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, is your vi what is your vision for Project Search in Kent County and how would that lead to independence and self-advocacy for your students? Well, my vision for Project Search is that more people learn about the program and that maybe we can expand it. I know that we're looking at maybe um, possibly in the future having another site. I think that there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of young people that are not aware of the program that would benefit. So I'm hoping my vision is to see it continue to grow and how would that help in their independence? Um, all of the skills that we learn and our, my students just presented today in class about this will help them in their employment and their relationships in the community with different people that they um, come into contact with. So all of these skills that they learn here will help them become more independent. And I'm hoping they'll be able to use them to help in any area that they need assistance with. And also visual, and also for the visually impaired too. They maybe they can also um, they can they they can also like be at Project Search too. Yes, they can. I happen to know somebody who I'm talking to right now that uh, finished Project Search. Has it been last year or two? Has it been two? It's been two years ago. Um, I think it was 2019. So maybe that was two years yeah, ago. Two years ago. So. You did. You were one of the first. Um, we might. I actually had the same year. I had a student with a visual impairment to, that also was in my class. So you were right. I hope my vision is also to include more. Um, be more open to accepting visual people with all different types of disabilities. Yeah, that's what I was um, getting ready to say. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, sorry, Joe. I didn't mean to steal. Oh, no, no, no. You're okay. You're okay. It's okay, but because <laughs> I think they can benefit. Definitely, I agree. So how has COVID-19 disrupted your programming and how have you dealt with it? 
Well, it we didn't find out we weren't going to be at the hospital until the week before, or right when I first came into the school, when we had our teacher PD. And we were informed the day before I was supposed to move into my classroom, we were not going to be able to go to the hospital. So right away, it was a lot of stress. And then I had to contact all the families to make sure the students still wanted to participate because we weren't going to be in the hospital. So once we got that down, then we came out to a place we were never in before, never seen, uh, had to meet uh, people that usually we have contacts at the hospital. We did not know anybody here. So we had to learn different jobs, different um, people that we hadn't worked with. And it's been a challenge because we went on virtual for a little while. So we started this beginning of the school year here, and then we had to go on virtual with the rest of the programming and my students, their families, and myself advocated saying that we need to be back five days a week. So that didn't happen till January, we came back. So we were off six weeks. We came back and then we were not um, able to come back five days a week. We still have virtuals on Wednesday right now, but we finally advocated and they are gonna allow us to come back. The ISD said our program's different. We should get to the rest of the CTC will still have Wednesdays off, but we won. We will be back on every day of the week now. So COVID has, it's kind of, we've had to learn how to, my interns usually don't work together at their jobs so they can learn how to be independent. But here we've had to learn how to become a team and work through the struggles. So they've, they've learned a lot. They're really flexible now, um, but it's just been a change for all of us. It was a change for everybody at, at schools and different uh, work sites, like different job sites too. Yes, yes, because I know at CTC, they're not going out and working. So we're very fortunate. So we're blessed to be in this program because ours is totally employment-based. So we are blessed to be here and, and they're just, they're almost like they're back at regular school in the classroom every day, just learning. They're not able to practice those job skills. Right, but it's in-person in learning because doing it remotely is kind of hard. You are correct. It, it can. We've learned a lot. Um, my interns and me have laughed a lot um, and learned how to um, just make do because in life we don't know what's going to happen. So I think a lot of us have learned that we can do it when things, when the world turns upside down, we can do it. We'll get through it. And um, I'm just hoping that we pull through this so we can move on and, and um, just our students get to get a job when they're done. That's, that's the whole goal of the program, and that's what I see for them. Oh, sweet. And what are your hopes for the future once COVID is over? Well, my hopes for my interns are that they will be able to um, continue working in the community and building their other skills and, and working towards that living on their own because all of my interns this year do eventually want to live on their own. So that's my hope that they'll still be able to continue focusing on the dreams they want to accomplish. And I guess for me, my hope when COVID is over is I'm taking a vacation. Um, I'm, I'm, I haven't been on vacation a long time, but I, I need to get away. <laughs> I need a break. Well, where do you want to go for vacation? 
Well, I'd love to go to another country, but I'm afraid to because things seem to be getting worse there. Um, yeah. I just want to go somewhere, um, maybe to the beach, a private one. <laughs> well, Even though we've been up, been stuck at home, I just want to go somewhere that's not home because I have pretty much been at home. I don't go really anywhere. I'm not even doing my CLS work right now because of COVID. Yeah, I mean it. It, it does. I mean, it, COVID makes that a challenge. Yes. Well, I I, I have other reasons why I don't. I, um, both my daughters have immune disorders, and and I don't want to risk bringing COVID home to them. Um, so I I choose not to do those things. Well, I think it's best to be on the safe side because you don't want to give definitely, them COVID. Definitely, definitely. I don't want it either. <laughs> no. Well, I don't want to get it either, and neither do you. No, definitely not. I'm okay with staying home and cuddling my dog. No. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, as long as you're safe and everything, every, everything should be okay. Yes, you too, Joe. Well, thank you very much, Luann. You're welcome. <laughs> because I, you know, when when COVID is over, maybe, um, may, may, maybe. When COVID is over, maybe you guys can maybe do some, maybe do some kind of party or something. I would love that. Um, I would really like that. And if we ha get, we may be able to have a graduation this summer for last year's interns and this year's, and it'll probably be outside. I will definitely invite you to that so you can experience um, the joy with them that you experienced when you completed. Yeah, because last year's graduation was different. Yeah, we didn't have one. No. <laughs> we Well, we did a virtual one, just me, Aaron's group, and the, all the interns and some of the families. That was it. It was online. So. Well, you know, you, well, you know what? It sounds like that you love, um, you love the product search program and you, um, and, and you love working at the hospital with the interns there and teaching them some skills too. I, I definitely love it. It's I, I'm not a morning person, um, but I just I love getting up. I can't wait to see um, what they're going to bring to to the classroom for the day. Um, the even feelings because sometimes the feelings aren't always happy ones, but we learn to work through them. So um, I just enjoy it. I, I love my job. I won't I won't lie. I love my job. <laughs> well, <laughs> it makes you happy. It, it does make me happy. It brings me a lot of joy. Well, cool. All right, I'm going to check my recorder. What are some of the long-term visions that you would like to see happen in the future? Um, let's see. I, I jotted a few notes down, so let me see what I said. Um, well, some, some visions that I have for my interns... Um, that they're able to advocate for themselves, for what they want to do, for what their dreams are, and to seek out accommodations and strategies to improve areas where they may struggle in. But I'm hoping, I'm teaching them about networking, and I'm hoping that they use me, our staff they worked with, um, people from MRS and Hope Network, and even disability advocates, because they spend a lot of times working with our students too, to assist them throughout life. So I'm hoping that 
as we go through the year, because we've talked about a lot, that they will continue to um, tap into those people and make sure that when they need assistance, they can do it. And I'm also another vision I have is that they get to choose their job, that they, they just don't get placed in a job. They choose the job they want. And if they have a dream, like you had a dream, Joe, that um, they get to work towards that dream and they'll be able to realize it because people and people will kind of, I'm hoping to, and I love that you're doing this show because I'm hoping people will see that, hey, wait a minute. Um, somebody has a dream. I, I guess maybe we should pay attention to what that dream is. Just because they have a disability doesn't mean that they can't do something or, or they won't have the ability or even the stamina to do it. It's about having that dream and that people helping and assisting them get to that dream because that's just what people should do for everyone. Well, they, you know what they they should um, they should they should be allowed to have the dream that they want to have and the dream that they want to pursue in life and what they want in their life. I totally agree. <laughs> uh, we we've all had dreams and and if we get them shot down all the time, then we feel like we're we're not worthy of even trying to seek it out. I think that, um, and it goes for more than just a job. Some of my interns wanna live on their own. They want driver's licenses. They want to be able to get their GED. And I think it's all possible. You just can't say no and never. Um, what did that just do? Are you still there, Joe? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, shoot. I saw something on my screen. I thought it went away. But I just, I I think we people need to be more open-minded and accepting of everyone else and, and just allow people to, um, to, to I don't know, have their own choices, not make choices for them. Right. I mean, if, but if you put your mind into it, you can definitely accomplish anything you'd like and anything you want to do in life. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm a true believer that put your mind to it. You are correct, Joe. You can do it. Well, make your dreams come true. I agree, 100%. I wouldn't be a teacher if that wouldn't be the case. I was in business first, and if I wouldn't have, I thought, I can't do that. I can't stand up in front of people and talk. I just can't do it. I, I have anxiety. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass out or throw up. And, and, but it's different. Teaching with um, young adults, because I taught the high school first, and then at the level I'm teaching now, um, uh, it's different. It's not the same. It's not the same as getting up in front of the, my peers because I still don't like getting up in front of um, other educators. Sometimes it feels like uh, <laughs> you're going to say the wrong thing and, and they're watching. So um, I'm a big believer. You, you just, if you want to do something, you got to push, put the time in, and it's possible. It is possible. But if you keep pushing yourself, I think you'll do it. Like push yourself to your limits. If, if you know what I mean. Yes. I, I, I definitely do know what you mean, Joe. I, I see that with you. <laughs> you wanted something, and you worked at it, and guess what? I'm on Joe's show. I'm just so excited. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're definitely on my show. You're on it. <laughs> I'm on Joe's show. Oh, my goodness. I can't, I'm so excited. I can't wait for, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm sounding like, but I can't wait for um, people to see it. So, um, my intern, my interns will be watching this. <laughs> well, maybe you should have your interns listen to it. Well, they're going to get to, and I guess they're going to be, um, 
on one of your shows in May. So you'll get to talk to them a little bit more. Boy, I, be hope <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Me either. I can't wait. Hopefully by then they'll be getting towards employment. We'll be back at the hospital. Um, things will be better. So I have a positive outlook. We're going to get back to the hospital. Well, you got to keep positive, though. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, uh, th well. Thank you for thank you very much for being on my show today. Um, is before we go, is there anything that you would like to say, something like regarding Project Search or anything? Oh, oh, what did I what did I tell you about Project Search? Um, let me look. I have a brochure. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know how to take it. See on here. Oh, here we go. Maybe it won't because I got the screen on ah, it's backwards. No. Uh, well, project search applications are being taken right now till January 31st. <laughs> I don't know if teach, I know a lot of the staff, I do recruiting and a lot of the staff are already submitting them. Um, I don't know if anybody's watching project search once back at the hospital. <laughs> oh, all right. Well. <laughs> I can't, I can't think of, um, what did I miss? There's so much. When I do presentations for Project Search, there's so much. Just, well, Joe, you were in Project Search. What am I forgetting to share about Project Search? Well, I don't know, but I was in Project Search. And I, I mean, I, I went through, I mean, I, I did my rotations. What rotations did you work on? Well, I, I, I did the Bistro. I worked in the Bistro. Uh, number two, I worked at the Doubletree Hotel. Then number three, I was at. I worked in the office, uh, putting some letter, some mail in the envelopes, and then taking them to the outbox. So, what was your favorite rotation? My gosh, um, <laughs> I would probably go. You know, I'd probably pick the bistro number one. Okay. Good question. I think so too. You probably have to when you talk to my interns explain a little bit. Um, because you worked in food prep, right? You were yeah. doing food prep. Yeah, I did. I did do food, uh, food prep. Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, like, I guess I always make my interns um, give advice to prospective project search interns. So if you were giving anybody out there that's interested in project search, what would be some advice that you would give them? Um, I, the, the, the advice that I would give to them is keep, keep working hard and keep working hard at what you what you want to pursue in the future in the future keep on um, keep just pursue what you love what you want to do and uh, stay positive and uh, keep following your dreams yeah I, I would that's great those are great ones I wish I would have wrote down some of the other ones but I thought it'd be better if you shared advice I guess the only other thing about Project Search that um, people need to know is that uh, we do not transport um, the students to the programs. They have to go out there independently, whether it be Go Bus, City or the bus, City Bus, yeah, taxi, Uber, um, or get there some other way. But they have to be there. Um, and time management's huge. Learning how to get to work on time and yes. Getting there on time, not being late, because it's like work. Everything that we learn at Project Search is employment-based, so we try to make you prepared when we're done. Um, the only the only difference is that Project Search we follow the school calendar, 
And unfortunately, we get Christmas break. Uh, I, of course, everyone say, hey, unfortunately, uh, spring break, midwinter break, we get those days off. It kind of interferes with work because in the real world, you don't get a Christmas break off. So it's just getting them in the mindset of how work is and, and getting them ready. So when they're done, they're ready to work. I can also say that a few places that we have placed, um, last year I placed, or this past year, even during COVID, five of my interns got hired at Spectrum Health downtown. Um, three of them are in environmental services cleaning. One is in nutrition services, doing many different jobs in the kitchen. And I have um, one in patient transport, transporting patients back and forth um, to appointments and when they're discharged. And the year before that, I had five also three in patient transport, one in um, PACU, and one in um, supply chain linen. And a lot of times our students that come from CTC that already have experience in work already know how to clean and already know how to work in the kitchen. So my goal when I came here, I guess I should have put it as one of my visions was I did not want to just see my students in the kitchen or in cleaning jobs because they already know how to do those. So that's why after my first year, none of my students got jobs in the kitchen or cleaning because I was so adamant about they need other skills and other skill sets. So I achieved that goal. Now I'm working to put them even more areas. So that's just, that's just a little extra that I forgot to add. Oh. Other, th other than that, we're done a few minutes early. So <laughs> I well, can't think of anything else. Well, it's about a half an hour. It is, but I think um, it's like 57. Yeah. So, so we're getting close to one. Yeah, we're very close. So unless you have any other questions for me, um, I don't have any other questions. Well, you know, I think I, I think I might have one more question. Okay. Um, how does so so how does Project Search connect with students to the community? Great question. Um, other than through employment, we work with Spectrum's a very big place. Lots of employees there at one time. Um, we connect to through employment to the community that way, patients that come in and visitors that come in. Um, some other ways I try to get them connected are during our reflection weeks. We go work at Kids Food Basket, and then we go out into the community and find other opportunities to volunteer. Um, so those are the ways. So we don't have as much community connection per se, like we're going out in the community, but we are... Um, I don't like the word assimilate, but we're kind of automatically with with everybody else that's from the community by being in the hospital because we run into so many different types of people that come in and out of the hospital and getting on the city bus. So they're connected to the community that way. Well, at least they do have the connection. Yes. Yes. It, it makes them more comfortable around people they do not know. Well, I mean, you got it. You got to make new friends that when you, especially at the workplace. Definitely, and, <laughs> and we're working on that. What's appropriate in the workplace? Um, what a friend really is, and you know what you should share and what you shouldn't share. So we we work on that at Project Search too. All right. Well, hey, um, it was great to have you to have you on my show again. Or to thank you. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It was great to have you on my show. It, it was your it's your first time on my show. Um, is. is there anything else you'd like to add to the conversation before we go? Uh, no, Joe, just thank you so much for having me. Um, 
I'm very proud of you and um, I can't wait to see more work from you, but I'll, my class will be seeing you again in May. Yes, definitely in May eventually. Um, well, all right. Well, thank you very much. Um, I hope, I hope to have you back on my show here this year sometime. I I hope to be back too. You have a great rest of your day. Hey, you too. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye Joel. All right. You take care. You too. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, and comment down below. You can find my show on the Whole Picture Podcast and on Anchor.fm. And you can find my show on Stitcher. And also as a reminder, February 22nd, 1230, I will be on the WKTV channels. Tuesdays, February Tuesday on February 2nd at 12.30 p.m. And on Thursdays on, at 9.30 p.m. So the WKTV channels are Comcast 25 and AT&T 99. And I will see you all next week, Monday, for next Monday's episode for February 1st. And please take care of yourselves and wash your hands. And I will see you all next week, Monday. And until next time, peace. The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.